I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and our new podcast friend, Sharon Carpenter. Yay, welcome. Yay. It is so awesome to be here. Joining you ladies for my first show. Exactly. And also I need to state that you are all the way in New York. How exciting. I am. I'm in Brooklyn, New York right now. Obviously (gasps) British, right? You can tell by the accent. It's got a slight American twang. It's not fake. It's my real accent now. I get accused of having a fake accent all the time. What? By who? What do you mean? Like an, an Eng- a British one or like an American one? Yeah, a one? fake British accent. So a lot of the stuff that I do over here, TV wise, when it goes online, you look in YouTube and at all the comments, a lot of Brits say, what kind of English accent is that? It's just because I've been here for a long time. So it's not fake, it is real. Do you know what? I've actually got a brand new perfume that I wish I wish you guys could smell because I smell so amazing right now, but no one can smell me because of lockdown. What kind of perfume is it? It's like French. My new boyfriend bought it me oh. and I've never heard of it before. Yeah, I can't even say it. It's so posh. Christmas present or birthday present? Same day for you, isn't it? Yeah, same day, Christmas, birthday present, but also because he's a very new boyfriend, he absolutely went to town and, you know, it like impressed me on the first Christmas when you get a boyfriend they really want to impress i love that so he's a keeper he's he's gonna be around for a while i hope so i hope so so without being too keen and desperate i've seen your pictures on instagram you guys are a beautiful couple thanks oh thank you you. sharon we've got so much to learn about you haven't we like i'm really holding back about just going 20 questions in on you to like for our listeners to just catch up actually before i was a presenter and i was a producer right And I remember Mm -hmm. talking to this top TV executive and he said to me, you want to be on camera? You want to work on camera? And I said, yeah, I do. He said, well, your English accent's a distraction. And that was like the end of the (gasps) conversation. And I was really young, probably like 21, 22 years old. And this was someone I really Mm -hmm. highly respected. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, I actually ended up working for the network where this executive worked. And Jay-Z was being interviewed on one of the shows and then he was doing some backstage interviews as well. So I was backstage because my friend was producing one of those segments. So I'm just in the corner, just sort of hanging out. And there were about 40 people in the room, like, because everyone loves Jay-Z, who doesn't? And uh, after the first interview, he got up and he walked across the room and all the executives are there, like the head of the network, et cetera. Everyone's like, where is Jay-Z going? So he comes over to me in the corner and he was like, 
oh, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Jay-Z. And I have <gasps> to say, I absolutely love your accent. He called his assistant <gasps> over. He was like, tell her, tell her how much I love her accent every time she comes on the air. Meanwhile, the guy who had told me it was a distraction was right there in the room <laughs> with his, his God, chin God. on the ground. And then he came over to me afterwards. He was like, oh, I bet you feel like screaming right now, don't you? I was like, oh, yeah. looky look there, looky there. He likes my English accent. How about that? And he was like, okay, well, I was wrong. I was wrong. It's like, how are you now wrong? Just because Jay-Z <laughs> says he's into it. Oh, well done, Jay-Z. Yeah. I'm impressed. I like that. So I he's this. my favorite since then. He's been one of my faves. Do you know what? I think we're all excited and really glad to know you because we're going to get even more stories like this throughout the podcast life. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and here's my other claim to fame. Beyonce once told me she likes my eyebrows. <gasps> so my eyebrows used to be even thicker than this. They used to be, in fact, wow. they used to go all the way across. Nice. Like, <laughs> well, like a unibrow. Uh, anyway, so when I was younger, my mom was like, well, why don't you dye like the middle part of your eyebrows? I was like, great idea. Uh, so I dyed my eyebrows, like the middle part, blonde. Yeah. Which was even, yeah. made it even more noticeable. So I'm walking around with like two black eyebrows and like one blonde bit and right blonde in, the in the middle. middle. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that was not the best idea. And then I just got to pluck in yeah. after that. But luckily I didn't over pluck because now like thick eyebrows are in. Oh yeah, thank goodness. That was one of the things I thanked myself as a kid that I never plucked my eyebrows. Yeah. But also I think your mum's got like super trends here, like a blonde stripe yeah. of a brow in the middle. It's like a blonde, I've blonde never seen that. brow or something, right? Being a blonde person, I know that I know that when summertime comes, I've got to like get rid of my tash because it glistens in the sunshine every other time. You can't see it. But you know what? We should embrace our, our facial hair, right? As women, that maybe at 2021, let's embrace our facial hair, wherever it is. <laughs> I think I'm going to start dyeing stripes. Yeah. I'm going to like do like, you know, like a, a zebra walk, like a zebra crossing across my top lip. Why not? <laughs> I'd love to see that next Back show. You, next show, next show. Shall we move on to listener letter number one? Let's do it. From Sarah. Dear Loose Lips, I have wanted to write in about this for some time now. I live in London and there's a local park I run around a few times. There's like 90% of the time a gorgeous man who runs around at the same time as me, but the other way around. So we keep running past each other. How do I progress this as I really fancy him? Good question. <laughs> good question. Well, a smile is a good start, right? <laughs> A smile can a go a, a great long start. way, but I think for this to work, they've got to be on the same path, literally and figuratively as well, right? In other words, you've got Is to run wearing in the a wedding same... ring? Well, that too. Good one, Georgie. Check that one. Yeah. Not that this guy's making himself accessible, but you would hope that a man who is making himself accessible is not married. Wouldn't be doing, yeah, wouldn't be doing that if he did have a ring on exactly. his finger. You wouldn't want to have the hopeful feels if he was doing exactly. that. Exactly. So, yeah, you're right. Exactly. These two are going to have to run in the same direction because if they keep running past each other, for her to be able to talk to him, he's not going to want to stop his workout. She's not going to want to stop her workout. So you got to run in the same direction. And at a certain point, either she's going to catch up with him or he's going to catch up with her. And then you start a conversation while you're both running together, right? 
Or you get ahead and you bob down to tie your shoelace so that he trips up over you physically. And therefore, <laughs> there's no way of getting through this. Like you have to be, you have to trip him up. Yeah, and he gets a nice view of your butt too at the same time. <laughs> I, I think the other good thing is, that, or the other good way could be, men like to feel like they're being helpful, right? They like to feel mm. like they ne- they're needed. So maybe she asks him a question about, oh, do you have any tips on this? Or what's a good app I can use for running or something like that? Because men always like to feel like they're coming to the rescue um, and you need their expertise or their brute strength or whatever it is. What about a good old fashioned, excuse me, do you have the time? That could work too. Now the tough part is if he doesn't Mm. bite, right? If he's just like, oh, 4.30 and keeps on going, then what do you do? Do you try again? And I kind of feel like, you know, 2021, it's all right for us women to be bold. I think it's always been okay, yeah. but there's a lot of talk about men yeah. being scared off by women who are very forward and upfront. But I yeah. feel like, you know, nowadays we don't have a lot of time and the older you get, it's sort of like you're busy, right? And if you've got a crush mm. on somebody, you might spend your time daydreaming about them. But that time could be spent daydreaming about somebody else if this guy's not interested. So you might as yeah, well don't go waste for time. it. Yeah, right. and find out, is there any interest there? And and if there isn't, then you just move on and have the crush on the, the next runner. And you tried and you can never say you never tried. Yeah. Do you know, I've got a dating story that when I got bullshy and got really like, you know, I, I kept... Tell so me, tell we, me. I was in LA. I was in LA one time and I was sat outside of a restaurant on Sunset um, Strip and there was a gorgeous man, gorgeous. And he was sat like in my eye view and I just thought, Ooh. you know what? He's fit. I need to go and just go and approach and without thinking, I walked over to him and I said, excuse me, have I swiped left to you on Tinder? Oh, and he, you're bold, you're bold. I was like, because <laughs> I don't know where I came from, I don't know, I just came up with it, I thought it was really clever. Yeah. And he said, he literally turned around and went, no, I has not. And I was like, right, he's uh, got, got an accent. Oh God, uh, does he know what Tinder is? Mm. So I just went and sat down. I went, oh, sorry, no worries. So I came and sat down with my friends and I was like, oh, like chufties, like thought it was different. Then he came over with a napkin and it fell down like, and he drew a little picture of a Tinder face and said, swipe left or right. And so if you open the napkin to the left, it had his number. And if you opened it to the right, it was like, nice to meet you. This guy is game. I like that. Yeah, I, it was It was mutual. It was great. We went on a date. Yeah. He was on bail. I said, thank you. Goodbye. And that was it. <laughs> Good luck, Sarah. I've, I've got my um, washing up. That's gross. That's that's my bed sheet. Why? So I'm just drying it. <laughs> it's on the radio. Oh, I thought it was some kind of cool backdrop that you had set up over there. Oh, I did notice oh, that. We'll, yeah. pretend it, we'll pretend it is. It looks good. News story of the day. Our first news story, at least. Sex and the City. <gasps> yes. I'm so excited. So the new show is going to be called And Just Like That because, of course, Carrie uh, often says, you know, and just like that. Just like that. (laughs) uh, Samantha finally settles down or whatever it is. Um, So Mm. and just like that. I'm really excited. So it features three of the original stars. But guess who's missing? Samantha. Oh, I can't believe this. What's what's she doing though, Sharon? Like, what's going on? Why? She's not not going to be a part of this. So... For a long time, she has talked about how she 
hasn't necessarily gotten along with the rest of the cast and yeah there were rumors a couple of years back or maybe about a year or so about a third movie because of course we had the series however many seasons and we all loved it and then there Mm -hmm. were two movies we were hoping for a third and there were rumors this third one was going to come out and then Kim Cattrall said no she's not down with it she's she's never been friends with the cast she said and at that time weren't we all shocked because we just thought yeah. we were all best friends yeah exactly but when that happened yeah we were like bombshell like what yeah. you're not friends you're really acting then. i know <laughs> i know it was heartbreaking because i think you know that the show is just so realistic in a really fun way um yeah. and highly dramatized way but yeah to, to know that they actually didn't really get along behind the scenes was painful yeah. it was painful for us I just think when they bring things back they should like they should want to come back in it as an older generation like I always think it, it brought people to who they are now these exactly. things like why not just give back to what birthed you a little bit yeah. like that's just nice yeah. and for us the public need this I know you're a big fan yeah, of Sex I'm and the City yeah, you are oh huge fan you are and I feel like we've grown up learning and doing things that go actually I don't feel so bad because Samantha did it in episode 6 <laughs> don't anybody take that literally that in episode 6 that's what I did because I don't know what that is but like so I wonder if in this coming up these things coming up now what is good? What if? What are they going to educate us on? Like, what is going to be? I am so excited! Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. And I think what was great about that show as well is, you know, these women in their thirties, single, really living their lives to the fullest, being bold, dating, going out there. You've got the, you know, more sort of promiscuous, sexually adventurous one in Samantha. Uh, you've got the kind of prudish one in Miranda. You've got the good girl in Charlotte, and then Carrie's sort of a mix yes. of all of them, right? So we could relate. Mm. I think all of us have a bit of everybody within us absolutely I think what was interesting about Samantha and what made her more of a a three-dimensional character is because yeah she's this promiscuous woman who's you know bold and ballsy and all that if she wants to sleep with you she's going to sleep with you no strings attached but then you you finally found out that the reason she's doing that is because she doesn't want to get hurt. She's sort of, that's her way of protecting <gasps> yeah. herself, right? So I think exactly. that made her more relatable for a lot of women because I think just the way that we're built, okay, we might go through phases or there are some women out there who just like sex purely for the physical. But I think a lot of us, you know, we do get attached in those situations and we are looking for something yeah. more. Yeah. And also I think Samantha, like me, I'm very Samantha in are a you? way of, thank God, there was no social media when I was young. Um, <laughs> I know, right? I was saying that to my friend the other day. Thank goodness this stuff wasn't caught on camera. <laughs> but I also think that she might have chose the wrong men when she was younger because she wasn't ready to settle down then. Yeah. And also wanted to have a bit of fun and it's okay to have fun. And also I love the fact that when, you know, you, you talk to your girlfriends and you have these stories and you're like, oh, I thought I was crazy. But actually... You've gone a step further. So actually that makes me feel, feel better about myself. Like, um, yeah, like so with Sex and the City, having these stories on television makes you just think, yeah, I've got these great stories, but also they go crazier. So it's the best. Exactly. Yeah. And I think this is the first show as well that delved into all kinds of sort of taboo stuff. When you're in a big city and there's a big pool of people to choose from, right? Like whether it's London mm. or Manchester or, or New York City, um, I can relate to a certain extent because I've had some weird and wonderful experiences experiences as well with some strange guys some really great ones some yeah. really 
really yeah. fun ones some meaningful yeah. ones but definitely some dodgy ones as well oh yeah yeah i agree there's been some scenarios i think cut us off where you can <laughs> You know, somebody asked Sarah Jessica Parker, and by the way, can I just say I posted on her Instagram because uh, she, she posted a promo for the show and I said, oh, my 2021 mm. is made. And she liked my comments and I am so <gasps> starstruck because I absolutely oh, love Carrie. So I was, I think she probably liked everyone's comments, but shh, don't tell anyone. I was just happy that Wait, she um, liked mine. Okay. Going to message her right now. Message her right now. Because <laughs> she was replying to a lot of people, but this is what she said about Samantha. So somebody asked her or somebody said she didn't tag Samantha Jones. Uh, and then another person said they dislike each other. And Sarah Jessica <gasps> Parker said, no, I don't dislike her. I've never said that. Never would. Samantha isn't part of this story, but she will always be part of us no matter where we are or what we do. And I think that because Samantha, remember she ended up in LA and then at the end of the, I think at the end of the movie or the end of the series, she came back like just to hang out. But I think that's probably an easy way to sort of write her off. Oh, Samantha's in LA. But I wonder if they're going to introduce like another sort of um, sexually exploratory, exploratory uh, character. Yeah. Because there is a big part, a huge hole missing from the foursome that is a girl group of gossip. Yeah. And I agree because not all of them are that um, adventurous, I'd say. That's what made it so crazy is because yeah. there was a fun element of balance within the girls. And exactly. you do that with your friends. And I do see that with my friends. I've got like a group of four like from college, there's four of us and I was the Samantha in certain ways, which encouraged other Samanthaisms within the other girls. Yeah. And so and then What's gonna What's gonna encourage them to be? And they're, they're, how old are they now? They're like fifty. So they're in so their fifties like, now. Yeah. Yeah. So and I do. I will miss Samantha. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And why don't they try and bring her back? So so yeah. So here's what we know. We know that they didn't necessarily get along. Um, yeah. We know that. Well, three of them did get along. Samantha Kim mm. Cattrall didn't necessarily get along with the others, uh, and she did say in an interview, I think about a year ago, that Sarah Jessica Parker could have been nicer. So that really stands out. And then here's another situation. So Kim Cattrall's brother died uh, a couple of years ago and Sarah Jessica Parker sent her condolences. And this is what Samantha responded. She posted a, a photo of a message that read, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time at Sarah Jessica Parker. So right there, you see just how deep of a, a, a feud, wow. how deep of a divide is going on there, right? That's that's really, really tough. And how do you come I mean, back from that? Publicly saying that and of it like yeah. feeling that and then saying that in public and tagging her as well. Not even just the message kind of yeah. as a subliminal, like actually tagging her so everyone knows who you're talking about. So um, no. I'm not sure exactly what went on, but obviously uh, Kim is in a position where she's, all right to like leave the millions on the table uh because she doesn't want to be a part of this i wonder though if she might be convinced at this point now that she sees how much sort of fanfare there is around the show coming back but if you look at the comments on instagram and twitter everyone's Mm -hmm. like no not without samantha we need samantha we need samantha my take on it is i'll take it 
with or without Samantha, as long as we've got it. Like we need more sex. In the as city. long as we get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I love it. We need it. In a time like this as well. Yeah. I would literally watch it weekly. Like I would tune in weekly. Yeah. Like me too. Like the old days. And, and that's hard <laughs> for me because I don't tune in weekly to a lot of television. No. Um, same. So that's a, a show yeah. that really sucks you in and the writing's so good and the characters are so well developed. I don't think they're going to let us down and they understand that Kim, that's a big void right there and I'm sure they're going to do whatever they can to fill that void and I think I think it's going to work whatever whatever direction they go in and it's also interesting to see women in their 50s it's like you know you love life and life doesn't stop at 50 years old yeah you know no apparently your parents are still doing it (laughs) (laughs) and apparently it gets better Perfect time to take a break. Yeah, good idea, Georgie. Good idea. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, we're back. Hi, everyone. News number two. This is Calls about unwanted pets have risen by 130%. Wow. No. Oh no, this upsets me. That's heartbreaking. This is following, yeah, this is following a huge increase in demand for pets this past year as more people spent time at home. So they wanted the pets at that time. But then lots of puppies which grew up in lockdown with their owners constantly around may lead to behavioral issues when owners started to go out more. And some people are approaching like the shelters and some are trying to sell them on Facebook. Oh, it's really sad. So many people went out and uh, got pets when they heard that we were going into to lockdown. And I think it just speaks to the fact that when it comes to pets, we need to think about the pet as well, not just ourselves. Like not just, Absolutely. oh, I'm going to be lonely. So I want the pet to keep me company. You have to think about, well, what kind of pet owner are you going to be? What kind of yeah, space do so you true. have for them? What kind of life can you give that 
head. But you yeah. know what? I mean, 130%, that is a huge, that, that's a ridiculous, a ridiculous percentage. But I will just yeah. say this one thing, like better to give them to a shelter than to abuse or neglect the animal. <sighs> Um, I yeah. guess that that's the the one good thing, but it's really tough because it, it can be really hard to find homes for animals anyway. And I think a lot of the shelters were really excited um, around yeah. COVID because so many of them were able to find homes. Them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now they're getting so many of these animals back. So it, it's hard. Oh, it's, it is heartbreaking. I think anything as well, I think you'll agree with animals. It's just because they can't talk. They can't understand. Yeah. There's just no way they they literally they follow everything you do like I put my I put my dog in a Christmas jumper she had no no way of saying no to me she loved it and I just thought oh this is really cruel or really cute yeah but you know I I took her out of it when she got too hot but I just thought animals are so helpless at times and to give them away to a shelter and and people always want a cute little like straight from a breeder and I always say do not go get that puppy. Please go to the dog's home and yeah. get them from them straight away because they will love you more because they know that you are saving them. Yeah. Like animals have got a mind. They've got a sense. They've yeah. got vibes. They know when you are saving them and they appreciate it so much. Yeah. Like, please, guys, everyone, you will appreciate a dog. And also, like you said, if you don't like if you don't know your surroundings or if you've not actually catered for an animal specifically, then don't do it. Yeah. Do not selfishly go out and get a dog because you think I need this relationship to go better. So let's get a dog together. And yeah. oh, now we're back nine to five after COVID. Like, think about it, guys. We're not stupid. Yeah. Like, we know what we're doing. If you're not going to have kids, don't have kids, don't have a dog. Exactly. Don't do it. Exactly. Because it's just as much responsibility, maybe slightly yeah. cheaper. But I mean, my I have two cats and they're like, they're like toddlers, but like you constantly have to watch them as well to make sure they're not breaking this or jumping on that. And um, so, you know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of love and a lot of patience and a certain type of person. And if you don't love animals, you really shouldn't have a, a pet. At all. No. Now, Georgie, one of the things you were just talked about is don't go to a breeder and go to, um, you know, rescue a, 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 an animal from a shelter. And I think you're absolutely right. I did the opposite, though, which now mm. I don't regret because I absolutely love my cats and they're my best friends but Mm. now I totally understand the importance of rescuing animals from a shelter um Mm. now I do love the breeders that I went to they're good people they care about their cats they they care about their kittens Mm. um however yeah there are so many animals beautiful animals really loving animals that are out there that need a forever home so I think that should be your first choice yeah so I think that's a really really good point how cute then your dog Chewy dog your cat Chewy then just literally came on your screen like looking at you like look at me like give me attention like that is the funniest thing your cat just coming up to you like why aren't you looking absolutely. at me absolutely they know how to get my attention and I've got lady from a home from the size of like she could fit on my little like arm here Aww. and she's got one ear and one's like a big floppy one so I think she was you know bitten alive by a Jack Russell oh, mum apparently Jack Russell's do that. They bite their young and eat them. So I feel like I've really got a massive bond with my dog because she must be like, you're my new mum who doesn't bite me. Yeah, oh, Because actually my mum co- co-owns lady. So we're, we're co-parenting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. She goes so- to grandma's for the weekend. She comes oh, to mine. Oh, that's great. That's great. So you get your own time 
alone with your boyfriend without it being like a threesome, like, like a third wheel. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know whether cats do this, but our dog likes to get involved when you're kissing and you're like, what? Why? Lady, stop barking. Like, he's not biting my head off. We're fine. We're safe. So she gets a bit involved a little bit. She gets bit, protective. So right. Yeah, yeah. She's like, rah, rah, rah. and I'm like, we're just kissing. We're not licking. <laughs> I haven't done, so I've had my cats for a year and I haven't done a lot of kissing in front of them. So I don't know <gasps> yet. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've yet to discover. In America, because in England, we all have cats. Everyone's had a cat or, you know, it's sort of mm. the normal thing. But in America, it's more of a dog culture. And so cats, mm. having a, a cat has a bit of a stigma to it, to be honest. <gasps> really? Like, like the what? lonely, crazy cat woman. And like yeah. a lot of people pretend that they're allergic to cats just because they don't like <gasps> cats. But one guy who I was hanging out with, he was saying that cats just make him really uncomfortable because they stare into your soul. Because cats don't blink a lot, right? And when they do blink, it means they're happy or it means they're smiling, right? They blink slowly and that's their way of saying, I love mm. you or I'm happy I'm in a good mm -hmm. place. So they don't blink a lot and they do stare. But it's like, come yes. on, dude. You're like 10 times the size of the cat. Like, what is that little harmless cat going to do to you? <laughs> You're really scared of a little pussy cat. Like, how is that going to affect my sort of future relationship dating. like dating life yeah dating in america exactly which would be different to dating men in yeah, england because there's a lot of men that have cats exactly in exactly. england and here they all have a lot of them have dogs so mm. yeah i would not give up my like i love my cats they're part of my family now i would not give, up, give cats up your cats for they're your children yeah <laughs> yeah so what would you do geordie if you if your boyfriend was like, okay, you know, I really love you. I want to take this to the next level, but I'm allergic to dogs. You're going to have to get rid of your dog. Ladies going to have to go. I do have a situation at this moment in time, which I'm confessing and I've never told anyone this. Really? I do sleep with my dog in my bed. Yeah. Now, since my boyfriend's come, he is adamant that it's not allowed. Yeah. So when I've took Lady to his house, I have to have Lady by the side of the bed and not on the bed. Oh. And I... I look over to her and I'm looking at her like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. This would never happen. Yeah. If it was just you and me. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm like, don't hate him because he's part of our family now. So in my mind, I'm giving all this speech to her and she's looking at me like, why can't I get on the bed? And I'm like, just bear with it. Maybe one day. Just, and I'm like, <laughs> maybe it, one it's day. quite tense. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a new, it's a new thing for us, me and lady. So, you know, I'm trying to make it happen. She's at the bottom of the bed sometimes. And then yeah. when, you know, when it's time to go to bed to sleep, I'm like, okay, she's on the floor. I promise. So yeah, it's quite, it's a new thing. It's hard and you, you feel guilty. I can relate to that to a certain extent because I do sleep with my cats as well. They're usually at the foot of the mm. bed because um, mm. they like a certain, they're affectionate, but they like a certain amount of distance as well. And during quarantine, like sort of earlier days of quarantine, my ex-boyfriend was around and like helping out a lot and helping me, you know, get stock up on groceries and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there were times he he slept over, not that anything happened, but there were times he slept over and he's like, absolutely not. The cats are not going to be in the bed. And in fact, they're not going to be in the room. And he would close them out of the room. And I felt absolutely awful about it because that, that's yeah. their comfort zone. That's where they sleep now. So it's yeah. hard to like, that was my ex, he, you know, he wasn't around for that long. Like he, I knew he wasn't going to be around for very long, but it, what if it's somebody <laughs> I that. really, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what if it's somebody yeah, I really, 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 really like? 
Yeah, I think if my boyfriend had a Rockweiler the size bigger than me and he wanted him in the bed, I'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we have a letter, don't we? Yes. All right. Listener letter number two. This is from Anonymous. Please keep me anonymous on this one. I feel quite low this week as I'm normally the one who loves being single and free and independent. And I don't stress about it normally. I think it's been 2020 ending and another UK lockdown, which has made me worry about being single. I think because the option to meet people has been taken away from me. I'm just not enjoying it anymore. How can I champion being single again? Okay, this is interesting. And I think a lot of people are feeling this women and men Mm. what do you think Georgie I was single in lockdown and I was doing a lot of zoom calls and dating which was nice there was nice guys but you know you can't get that immediate attraction and you know you can't feel the vibes when it's that so it was nice to have company and to get to know people like that but I agree lockdown is really hard for finding the man or the woman of your dreams. And also, I think we all give ourselves this thing of, I want to fall in love and I want it to be magical. And do you know what? I'm not even going to lie. There's hope because I found my magical man. You did. And tell us how you found him. Was it a virtual, like a dating site or how did you guys get together? Well, so this is quite cool, as in we dated six years ago and he and me were at different points of our lives. So I was very party, party, wanted to go out, live the life, didn't realize what he was about. I found him attractive, but not, just didn't think we'd ever be a thing. Like I just thought we'd date. Yeah. And he then had a baby with his ex. So he has a child, which is awesome right now but at the time back then when I was younger which you know I agree certain times in your life you know you don't want to be a parent or maybe a stepmom or a stepdad so you think I'm going to choose this option cut to six years later we'd been like bumping into each other as well throughout six years which was weird um just chance encounters like weird like in London, in a hotel and places, and we're in the same ta- like same place, wow. same time. Like on Instagram, we've gone back and gone, oh my God, I was there then, that was weird. And then he was like, let's meet up. So I was like, okay. So we did. I was dating someone else at the time that I wasn't really keen on, wasn't really going very far. So I had to say to the other guy, look, I'm not keen on you because I have met up with a guy and it's hit me like a ton of bricks. You told the guy that. Yeah, I literally was like, if I want to go on a date with someone else, then I don't think we should be a thing. Okay. Like, it's not even fair okay. that I feel like this or I think like this. That's very honest. So I had to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I, it, 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 took, it took a big, deep breath, to be honest. So I had to be really honest. And as soon as I went on a date with my now boyfriend, I literally was like, I don't want to ever date anybody else ever wow. again. And it was that instant and that, way because he was like I don't want to date you if you're dating other people and I was yeah. like I don't want to date other people and I literally from then on was like this is the new feeling and I've never felt like this before that's amazing was, so from the first date you guys were both okay we're not gonna date anyone else yeah and I think because six years ago we knew each other yeah. I think if I hadn't have done that then that would have been creepy weird yeah but because of the background <laughs> I just, because of the, the background and the future and the things now where we are as adults and who we are now, it's 
like completely flipped and I feel like I've never felt before in my life. So could this lead to a walk down the aisle? I think he's the one like I honest to God don't even look at another like I don't even care like amazing like everyone else no like absolutely not yeah so you can find love in lockdown so that's the moral of the story right here you can find love in lockdown it might be going back to somebody from the past or it might be getting online and and doing it virtually and so I would and I would say like so like you're single right now Sharon yeah and you anybody uh, out there is listening so not anybody Anybody. <laughs> I'll take anyone. Like I would always say, like I, I always thought I'm gonna be single forever, or I just thought there's no way ever I'm gonna find the one. And I just think now, like I say this to my girlfriends, I say this to my boymates. I'm like, you never know when it happens, and I don't think you can sort of give up or be like, or maybe it's when you decide I'm happy on my own and single. That's when it kind of happens. I think you're absolutely right, and I think. Being single in lockdown, I've gone through what she went through. I've had moments like that as well, where I felt lonely or I felt like I really want to be in a relationship right now and everyone's in a relationship and I'm the only one who isn't and that sort of thing. Um, But here's the thing you have to remember as well. Like the grass is always greener, right? Like you were talking about your neighbors who, I mean, they're a married couple, they're together, but they're constantly arguing. So there are a lot of relationships that, aren't working out and in quarantine as well a lot of people have realized this isn't the right person for me so it's much better to be in a relationship with yourself than to be in a relationship with the wrong person Mm -hmm. and to be honest like I was in a relationship on and off for many years and at times I did think to myself oh I am gonna end up marrying this guy we're gonna get it together you know we're gonna sort things out we're gonna end up getting married Uh, But he ended up just being the wrong person. And there can be really amazing people out there who are great guys or great girls, but you're just not compatible. And finding the person you're compatible with is really, really important as well. It's not just about attraction or you like this person or you like each other. You really have to be compatible um, and sort of have the same vision and, you know, certain things in life that are important to you. You have to be on the same page with that. But, But you don't have to sort of, end your dating life just because of quarantine and I think that these dating sites and you know even Instagram and getting to know people online through Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is these are great options and okay you might not be able to meet them physically as you were saying earlier Georgie but getting on FaceTime or WhatsApp or Zoom is still a great way to start to get to know people and then you don't feel completely isolated and you never know like if it really is the right person that's going to come through the screen that really is going to come through the screen so um, for me I'm I think I'm sort of putting myself in a position where I can get to know guys outside of the normal guys I would normally go out with and I think having you know, a diverse sort of range of people to spend time with is great. And you can learn a lot about yourself doing that as well. Um, There was somebody I had a really big crush on, but he's in a relationship, so it's not going to work. Oh, no. (laughs) Damn it. So I found out after the fact. Such a nice guy as well. Like, such a nice guy. Beautiful heart. um, Really, really talented. Just 
so much but no he's in a relationship so but uh but you know even having like crushes like that it helps you get to know who you are and what you want and and you know what you're looking for in someone but it does start with loving yourself and enjoying your own company because when you're in a relationship, if you're needy and dependent on that person and you constantly want them around, that can drive people away sometimes. I mean, it's natural if you love someone to want them around, right? Um, but I think it's the neediness that can come along with that. If you're someone who you've got your own life, you've got your own stuff going on, you know, you've got your career as well or whatever it is. That's attractive. Um, yeah, your that's hobbies. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really attractive. If you guys can step away from each other and then come back together and there's a lot to catch up on, you've had that chance to miss each other a little bit so um anonymous i don't think you should worry just get out there get on the dating sites slip in the dms you know it's about being bold in 2021 exactly exactly georgie did it in person so you can slide in the dms and uh you know give your number to somebody you think is cute dare you Thanks everyone for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and Georgie Porter. Thank you so much on my first show. Yes, that was Yay, awesome. That was congratulations. so fun. Thank you. I loved it. Super gossip. I Yay. did too. I did too. Girl chats. We have a bonus episode, of course, on Friday. Extra Lippy is coming at you. And we'll be back next Tuesday with like the big main one. That's our big one, isn't it? Yeah. Our big one. So make sure you subscribe, rate and review, review, review. And we want to hear from you still so like write in all the time and like tell us things because we'll just we'll fix your lives i think i think that's what we are really aren't we? i the think life so fixers. we're fixer uppers yeah aren't we? email loose lips at createproductions.com so send in your letters and ask us anything and we'll do what we can to help and you can find us on instagram as well by the way uh at the missy porter and at sharon carpenter so slide in the dms tell us what you think of the show and make sure you also uh review us and give us a whole bunch of stars see you on friday (laughs) see you on friday guys Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.